From Fremont, California, this is the Smokey Podcast, a production of the Smoke Signal covering everything from student life to what's happening in the world, all in short 20-minute episodes. I'm Jessica Yu, the web co-editor of the Smoke Signal. I want to welcome you to the second episode of Season 3 of the Smokey Podcast. On this episode, members of the Smoke Signal discuss activism in our community with two very special guest speakers. Hi everyone! In this episode of the Smoky Podcast, we're going to be talking about activism within our community and how you can contribute to change. My name is Allah Kaze, and I'm a first-year staff writer for The Smoke Signal. And I'm Charlize, and I'm also a first-year staff writer and graphics apprentice here at The Smoke Signal. And today we're going to be talking about all things activism, so we'll be introducing our two guest speakers, Aditi Chingani and Tushar Dalmia. So without further ado, let's have our guests introduce themselves. Hey everyone, my name is Tushar Dalmia, and I'm a senior at Mission San Jose High School. I'm the student board member on Fremont Unified School District's Board of Education, the chairperson on our district's curriculum and instruction committee, and the president of the Speech and Debate Club. And I'm really excited to be a part of today's podcast. Hi, I'm Aditi. Um, I'm also a senior at MSJ. Um, I founded the chapter of the International Rescue Committee at MSJ in order to raise awareness and resources for the global humanitarian crises. I've also co-founded the chapter of the international organization Women in STEM to support and empower high school girls to pursue a career in STEM. I'm so grateful to be able to say that I'm student ambassadors for both these organizations and able to speak out about issues I'm passionate about. I'm really happy to be here on this podcast and thank you both for having me. Thank you so much for introducing yourselves, Aditi and Tushar. So just to kick off our conversation, we're wondering what does activism mean to you guys and how does it fit into your lives? For sure. So I think for me, activism really means looking for different issues in your community and seeing how you can change them and make um, life in general for everyone. And even if that issue doesn't affect you yourself, it could be those people around you and in general in your community, whether that's your school, city, country, or even the world, just in general, looking for those issues and seeing how you can create change in your community. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with Tushar. I feel like anything that you can bring a change into or even just work upon something that you're passionate about um, to either speak out about it, raise awareness, raise resources, but really just working towards a goal to make a change in some initiative. Yeah, those are really great responses. Um, we definitely believe that activism can really happen at like an international level and even a local level and like everything you guys are doing can really help bring change into our community. So we were wondering if there are any specific initiatives that you guys have worked on and how have they impacted your life or changed the way you see the world? Definitely. So I think there are lots of issues that have come up that I've personally advocated for, um, especially as a part of surfboardy and on the Board of Education. So one of those was dealing with school resource officers or SROs since after the Black Lives Matter movement, there was a pretty big focus on um, police departments. So we kind of looked at re-envisioning their role on school campuses and ultimately ended up creating a handbook that ensures more accountability and training for these officers so that there can be um, more, more of a positive impact on students' lives. And another thing that Surfboardy has done and is working on is to diversify some of the novels that we read in our classes here at school in order to make them more representative of the diverse community we have here at Fremont Unified School District. Yeah, um, kind of similar to um, Tushar, we've been, uh, for the International Rescue Committee, we work towards a lot of educational opportunities because us at a public uh, school, we're really lucky to have a lot of the educational opportunities that we're given. So we really try to work towards raising awareness and resources for underprivileged 
groups and children in areas like Afghanistan, Yemen, and Syria um, to gain more educational opportunities. The unfortunate thing is that women are more likely to be taken away educational opportunities than men. So a lot of those little girls are unable to really get those educational opportunities. So a huge thing that we do is raising money um, for at raising money and resources for those little girls um, and working with other companies to match donate to allow them to get an extra year or two of education. Thank you so much for speaking on that guys and your work sounds really amazing helping out different communities and we're wondering just to build off everything that was said before what does it mean to be a student activist in a digital age? Yeah I think the digital age has changed a lot of things um, mainly for the better. So something that we see is that communication is a lot easier with different platforms and social media because now different organizers can come together and really join movements in order to increase the n amount of people we have. And with the more people we have, the more power we have. So I think that activism has really gained traction in that. And there have been a lot more like different ways in which you can organize and communicate with your representatives or talk about issues you care about. So in that way, I think the digital age has really improved activism and the way you can reach out to people. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I feel that with social media being like a huge platform for a lot of the younger generation to go on, I feel like the idea of activism has grown so much and has allowed a lot of other students to really spread awareness and really speak out about things that they're passionate about. Along with that, it allows people to connect even like regardless of the distance, you can still just talk to someone on a Zoom call or hold a panel or even just reach out to another uh, person that you want to reach out to. So I feel like having that digital side of something is really important when it comes to activism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like the digital age and just social media in general has just made it much more accessible to for people to make their voices heard, especially since um, you can just have access to these like uh, platforms just from like a mobile device. And definitely this was really helpful, especially during the um, circumstances that we have now with the coronavirus pandemic. So we were just wondering how has COVID-19 impacted your work with activism and sort of changed your approach over this past year? Definitely. So I think because of COVID-19, obviously we haven't been able to have as many in-person events. But as DT said, there have been a lot more panels in place of that, which I think was really effective because now you don't have to travel everywhere. Um, more people can participate. So I've been in multiple panels about like mental health or um, school resource officers, different things like that. So because of that, I think that panels have really widened the different approaches we can use. And also at like school board meetings, they're now online. So a lot more people can speak about the issues they're passionate about at these different meetings and really voice their opinions. So I think that's been really helpful. Yeah, um, along with that, for us um, at MSJ Women in STEM, we got to collaborate with other organizations kind of around California and gotten to work with a lot of uh, females who have uh, made a great impact in the STEM workforce. And we got to have a nice um, panel for all of our club members and also just students um, who wanted to come in and just listen. And I think that was just so helpful to be able to really you know, have a broader audience, but then also have a lot more panelists and a lot more experience just coming onto one platform. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed hearing your guys' experiences, um, specifically with activism in your own lives. And I was just wondering, like, after hearing all these initiatives, we're sort of curious about how and why you started participating in activism and just like the root cause of what you do. Definitely. So I think for me, um, activism really started with my passion in speech and debate, since that's where I learned about a lot of issues that affect people in my community. There were different issues like um, charter schools or drug pricing or climate change. There are so many different issues that have come up in my debate research that I really wanted to do on the ground change. 
since in, in debate rounds you can argue for solutions to those issues, but you can't implement them on the ground. So that's kind of something I wanted to do with the activism at Surf 40, kind of making change locally in my school district, which is something I've really wanted to do. And also in general, just hearing from previous student board members, their experiences and all of their initiatives were really inspiring to me. So I wanted to follow in their footsteps and also create change where I saw it was needed. Um, yeah, I feel like for me, um, it kind of started, it was kind of like a personal thing for MSJ Women in STEM, just because I know growing up, I've always been interested in math and science, but I kind of just put that out of the picture because I was in a weird way was thinking, oh, that's like a man's thing. That's for a male. But the, the scariest thing was that that came into me like subconsciously, like I didn't even think about that. And um, the idea is that there are most probably other girls and non-gender conforming individuals who are most probably thinking the same thing just because they don't fit like these certain boxes or criteria that are stereotypically seen in those fields. So a huge thing um, that goes into women in STEM and especially the chapter at our school is to, um, you know, let younger students, especially, you know, elementary students and also Hopkins kids to know about that there is no criteria and there's no specific check marks that you have to hit to go into a certain field other than passion. So that has been something that really was a driving force for me to start um, and found the chapter of MSJ Women in STEM and really participate a lot of in, a lot in their events. And then I guess for IRC, I've just been really grateful to kind of uh, live in an environment where a lot of the things that my family did was give back to the community and from an early age on I got to really participate in a lot of the International Rescue Committee uh, events and volunteer and help out there. Thank you so much for that guys and it's just so inspiring to hear you guys about how you guys started out in activism and we were wondering why should others you know other students around you know even in our school like be activists activists in their own lives. Yeah, I think that anyone can be an activist. It's really just about seeing what change you want to make in your community and then going about implementing that change. As you can see with DT and I, we've had a lot of different things that have inspired us to take on these initiatives. And it's really just the tip of the iceberg. Activism, you can do it for really anything that you're passionate about. There are so many different ways to be involved in your community and have that civic engagement and like a wide range of different topics you can focus on. So I really think that anyone can be an activist. It's in general improving the lives of the people in your community and even impacting yourself. And you also learn so much along the way about these issues and how to organize. So I think it's really impactful and everyone can try and be an activist in their own way. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with Tushar and the idea of that there, there is not, like if you're passionate about something, you should be an activist towards it. It should not feel like you're forced to do it or there's like specific things that you have to do. Just like sharing a small post or just educating yourself on something and sharing what you learned with others is more than enough for activism. And I feel like the biggest thing from activism is that you get to learn so much about issues that you did not even know that um, exist. And even just like researching or even just looking at some so your friend's post onto what they're talking about, I think that's so impactful just for you to learn more, for others to learn more, and like sooner or later you'll see like that impact actually happen. For sure. And I was wondering, are there some current initiatives or ways to get involved for our audience to you know, think about and be aware of? Yeah, I think it really depends on what specific way they want to be an activist and what topic they're focusing on. But there are so many organizations that exist. Um, they're run by students or even adults that they can join and really create a difference in or if they think that um, maybe they want to do something more unique and it doesn't fit into one of those existing organizations, you can also create your own and found your own, which I think DT has done. And like doing that is really important because 
you can create different ways for more and more people to get involved in the future. And aside from just joining organizations in general, um, signing petitions, writing to your representatives, different things like that can really make a difference because it's a way for you to voice your opinion and really be an activist in your community. Yeah, I think that there, like a change doesn't have to be so big or so small because change is important. And there is no age for you to really go into activism, which I think both me and Tusha keep talking about because I feel like if there's anything that you're passionate about, you should work towards making that change. Um, but for just starting and going into activism, is there are so many nonprofit organizations that are just in our community that I think you can just reach out to. I always see these amazing posts from different Instagram pages that are towards um, for like giving food for the homeless and other things. So if you're just something that you're interested about, maybe just DM them, reach out to them. I feel like even just taking that small step is a huge thing. You can also go talk to um, organizations on an international level, um, something like the International Rescue Committee. They have little um, places all around the world. And so if you ever just want to reach out to them, send an email is a more than enough, a big step to just go towards working for activism. Yeah, and to build upon that, um, for those students who are curious in getting started in activism, are there other places besides the one you just mentioned to get updates on certain protests, events, any other initiatives that are going on in the local and even international area? Definitely. So I think social media plays a really big role in that since it allows you to be more informed about different events in your community. And there are lots of different organizations that might hold these protests. But in general, being active on those pages can really help you see these different things and also in general just communicating with the people who might be organizing these protests or events and really staying in touch um, can help make, uh, let you get involved in these different initiatives. Yeah, I don't think I have much to add. I feel like Kushar covered that really well. Yeah, well, thank you so much for all your input, guys. We really enjoyed this informative podcast interview and hopefully our listeners did as well. And once again, we want to thank our guests, Aditi Chingani and Tushar Dalmio, for joining us on the second episode of the Smoky Podcast. And thank you to our listeners. We hope you were able to take away information that's helpful for you to start your own activism journey and implement activism in your own lives. For those students who are curious in getting started in activism, are there other places besides the one you just mentioned to get updates on certain protests, events, any other initiatives that are going on in the local and even international area? Definitely. So I think social media plays a really big role in that since it allows you to be more informed about different events in your community. And there are lots of different organizations that might hold these protests. But in general, being active on those pages can really help you see these different things. And also in general, just communicating with the people who might be organizing these protests or events and really staying in touch um, can help make, uh, let you get involved in these different initiatives. Yeah, I don't think I have much to add. I feel like Tushar covered that really well. Yeah, well, thank you so much for all your input, guys. We really enjoyed this informative podcast interview and hopefully our listeners did as well. And once again, we want to thank our guests Aditi Chingani and Tushar Dalmio for joining us on the second episode of the Smoky Podcast. And thank you to our listeners. We hope you were able to take away information that's helpful for you to start your own activism journey and implement activism in your own lives. For more content by The Smoke Signal, visit our website at www.thesmokesignal.org. To our listeners, thank you for taking time out of your day and tuning into this episode of The Smoky Podcast. Our background music is produced by Lukembo, and our show is edited by Tanisha Shravasta and Jessica Yu. See you next time on The Smoky Podcast.